Welcome into Between the Pylons. I'm John Camacho. And this is Jacob Waters. And guys, we have an awesome show for you guys today. This is, I mean, you read the you read the description. You know what it is. This is our, our, our betting show. I mean, we're going back to our roots, our draft betting show. We're going to be talking about all of our favorite draft bets. You know, we're going to just have a good mix of we disagree with this, we like this, just go through all of them. Uh, I went through a couple last night. I finally got my free bet from FanDuel a long time ago, which I shouldn't be giving them a shout-out, but whatever. Um, yeah, it's so a I, bad shout-out. Yeah, I've waited for like two months on it. Finally got it, so I, I spent like 50 bucks last night on just a couple, uh, couple random bets. I'm excited to talk about that. Before we get to that, we have been doing shot bets on this channel. We've just been kind of like off the cuff talking shot bets throughout the draft season. And look, we like to do shot bets. We are doing our live stream. We're going to be paying up shot bets as we lose. Uh, we, By the way, live stream is going to be lit. We have put a ton of time and yeah, please, energy please into join it. Us, yes. Join us on that live stream. We're going to be ahead of the TVs because we're going to be talking about the the picks as they get released, as the, the news from Twitter or whatever comes. So we're constantly going to be on social. We're constantly be talking to everybody that's that's in the comments and hey we're gonna have the info too we are going like a hundred players deep just so we don't get caught up by like rando lineman that go that was projected to be a fourth round pick no we're gonna be prepared we're gonna be ready. <laughs> exactly uh, i mean just whoever the raiders want to draft like jesus yeah. who knows uh, but we're, we're gonna be ready please join us for that let's get to our shot bets all right so we we went back and compiled them we have six right now and we might have more we're hoping to have like 10 and by the time I know it comes. we have more that have been in the past too but these uh, are the ones that we were were able to remember right off the top of our exactly heads. Yeah. all right so so these are the ones so the first one we're gonna talk it's in no particular order just just going to go down the list here. Uh, and this is mine. Uh, Rondo Moore will not be drafted in the top 20. All right. This is a wide receiver. I'm not as high on. I've done a draft profile on it. If you're, if you're interested, 40. So, top 40. What did I say? Yeah, 20. Did, did I say 20? Yeah, you said My 20. Bad. And I was about to say, I also, I like Rondo Moore. And Rondo yeah. Moore's not going in the top 20. Yeah, top 40. I don't think he's a first round pick. I tried to get you to bet on first round pick, but you're like, oh, I don't know. Uh, so I gave you top 40 because I still believe it. I, I do think he's a, a back half of the second round type of guy, maybe even third rounder. Uh, so, hey, we're, I put my shot where my mouth is, my, my drinking where my mouth is. Yeah, uh, Rondell's going to be a top 40 pick. Yeah. Rondell is too electric. He is too exciting of a player. The combine pops for you. You're able to look at the film and see what it's... Yes, I understand the injuries and all that good stuff, but you giving me those first few picks on day two, GMs are going to know who the most exciting player on the board is right there, and um, I think 40 gives me that highest chance. Hey, and that's why I gave it to you, because there were a bunch of wide receivers that went at uh, the top of day two, right? Yes, like, last, yeah. what was it last year? We had we had a T. Uh, Higgins, a Michael Pittman, that's exactly uh, what I was and thinking. a Visca. Yeah, so, so I'll want to, yeah, if, if he's in that range, hey, it's very possible. I think he's going to be in that next that next tier of guys. I really do. So that's just my take there. And, uh, hey, if I have to take a shot, I have to take a shot. This is what it is. Um, this, is this is a fun one. I think we did last week. We might have done, we've done it very recently. Um, I gave you a 10-to-1 bet on the we, – was last week on yeah. the Steelers taking a running back at their current draft position, right? 10 to 1. Basically, you're taking a shot because I don't think you really even think the Steelers are going to take a running back. Did you not see the report that came out? I saw it right after we made this bet, too. Yeah, I know. Right after we made the bet on the Steelers taking a running back in the first. And I, I agree with John also on the, the Steelers draft history. It's not even a green. It's a fact where yeah. the Steelers draft their running backs Const, primarily. Constantly They're drafting day three. Four, to, four yeah. to six is where they find yeah. their guys, and they're, they're okay with that. The report came out after the fact, though, that they are heavily looking at taking a running back in the first round. And listen, <clears throat> the, more I, the more I think about it, the more it kind of does make sense, though. With an mm. aging Ben Roethlisberger, maybe you're trying to transition your offense a little bit more into a a rushing attack, maybe for Travis Etienne, perhaps, maybe get that Levy on Bell roll, scat back style. Mm -hmm. For a nausea, it makes more sense in my head, too, to be able to just do the ground and pound thing. Yeah. 
But then again, it really doesn't make sense because your offensive line is depleted. Yeah. So I think That's, you're going to win that bet, but at 10 to yeah. 1 odds, I'd be a fool for not taking it. And by the way, you're good with me not doing that on the live stream, right? Because at 23, we, yeah. I we want to put out good quality exactly. content here, but don't want to get crushed. Runs, we're not going to be 10 shots deep. Yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll go 10 shots. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. I, am not, I have a low threshold, um, just to be fair. All right, this is one that I, I put money on, and we're going to talk about it a little bit and a little later. Uh, but Mac Jones versus Fields at that number three pick. It's been hotly debated. Right now, and this makes no sense to me, but Justin Fields is the the favorite to go number three to the 49ers right now. Uh, I think I, I'm looking at FanDuel right now, plus 105 odds uh, with Mac Jones at, at uh, whoa, it's, it went down to plus 115. I got in, I got that in last night at plus 180. Good job. You see that? The yeah. Money's pushing oh, up. dude, it went back to Mac Jones. I'm telling you, it is Mac Jones at three. I took Mac Jones. You got Justin Fields. We'll see. And, and I and let me be clear. I have Justin Fields higher than Mac Jones as a, as a prospect. I've never been high on Mac Jones. I, I know, like, on this pod, it may be, like, skewed a little bit because I've defended him here and there. I've defended him to the 49ers because I think he'll be really good with the 49ers. I think, I'm, I think that highly of Kyle Shanahan. And, I mean, Mac Jones can make every throw, so, like, I don't have a problem from that angle. But, yeah, it's not a pick that I would make. Certainly would never have traded up for a Mac Jones, but I do think the 49ers are going that direction. Man, yeah, um, Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Mac, than Mac Jones. So I don't think I, I know that going off your rankings too. I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, it's the yeah. same exact yeah, way it reflects. Agree. Yeah. Uh, the reason that this is is just because of the news and the rumors and the Kyle Shanahan vibes that go yeah. around with Mac Jones being taken. And to I me, under, I yeah. understand it completely. And to me, he and Mac fits Jones what they is like. A good, yeah. He is a good schematic fit in the yeah. system. But you know, I'll take you up on that, man. I'm enamored by the fact that Zach Wilson at plus twenty six hundred. Listen, I understand that takes the Jets making the wrong move. Mm-hmm. We have seen crazier things. Listen, so what's funny is I, I did a video a long time ago on the Hammercast Network uh, talking about Zach Wilson at two, and I was, like, saying, hey, it's a lock right now. And it was at, like, minus 120, right? It was very reasonable odds to bet on Zach Wilson at number two. Now we get close to the draft, and it's a true lock. Like, it's minus 3,000 right now. But I, I was talking about then. I was like, guys, why, why are we why are we questioning this? Like, the, the deal's done. It's over. It's Zach Wilson all, way, all the way. Uh, yeah, I would just uh, – the Jets can't make, miss on that. There's just – no way. I don't think so. Yeah. But listen, it crazier things have happened. Yeah. I, I Sam Darnold was a more surefire prospect than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That uh, year. But uh, yeah, I get that. But but that was that year, like the Browns were like coded in secrecy the whole time. Like, like I remember that year yes, where like we never true. truly knew. It was always talked about and then the night before the Baker Mayfield thing came out. And I remember betting you that night. I was like, there's no fucking way they yeah, take the short quarterback Baker, yeah. out of Oklahoma. There's just no way they take like and I really didn't believe he would be there. Uh, that he would be the pick and he was. I was wrong. Hey, that is it is what it is. I thought it was all smokes again. And um yeah, I think any any chance of anybody saying that's not Zach Wilson is a smoke screen in my opinion. It should. I mean, it should be said. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying for those odds that you could put that there. But hey, yeah, we you're, you're absolutely right. That on uh, Fields going three for me. Yeah, uh, let's do the next one. So this was this is one I yeah you know, I don't remember when we started talking about this, but uh, three point five quarterbacks in the top ten. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under. I'm I taking think the over. I think it's going to go one two three, and I actually do think there's going to be a drought now. This is your. This is, I think we both agree on this, and tell me if you disagree. I think you're going to need a trade up for this to happen. A uh, team is going to have to trade up. Maybe Denver at nine. Denver at nine Denver is at your nine question. Could save me. Yeah, Denver at nine could save you. I don't think it's Denver at nine. I really don't. I think De- I think that's a smoke screen because Denver <laughs> has a guy they want. They want to fall, and if a team trades up ahead of them, that more likely that 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 guy falls. Right. Um, so I've seen, I, I saw a report the other day about the Broncos GM loving uh, Justin Fields and yeah. the Trey Lance factor. Hey, and, and, and it could happen. One of them will be there. I, 
for sure. Yeah. I think both of them will be there. I really do. Uh, obviously, I do, I do think it's going to be kind of a drop off, and I really don't know. I think there's going to be there's going to be a quarterback fall, man. One of these the, of the top five that we keep talking about constantly. One of those guys, one, like it's either going to be Justin Fields or Trey Lance, and obviously, if Mac Jones doesn't go three, he's going to have a mighty fall. Mac Jones he doesn't go three. That's the thing that I don't think people are talking about enough is because <clears throat> if he doesn't go three. Boom. Realistically, I, I man, tr- Justin Fields and Trey Lance are a better he quarterback be on the prospect Bears. than a Mac Jones. He realistically could be. He on could the be on the Bears at twenty. I the mean, Bears yeah. at twenty, not yeah. Bears moving up. I, yeah, exactly, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's just very, very interesting. I do think it'd be the under. This is the one that I'm like the least confident about. I'll be honest. Of the ones that we've gone through, as far as like my bets, uh, I, I. There could very easily be an extra quarterback in that top ten. I just don't think so. I really don't. Um, what's the next one here? I'll let you yeah, go through. Yeah, uh, well, because this this one's kind of a your guy thing too. Jalen Phillips top twenty. This is a guy for from the very beginning uh, after the the combine and all this stuff. You have come out very high on Jalen Phillips. I think he's you, a top ten. Yes, and you've you've said you know that you wouldn't be bothered if the Dolphins were looking at him at a six necessarily. If we took him at six, I'd have no problem with exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Top twenty. I don't know if he's going to go up there. I have heard the hype around it. It's just one of those things where it just depends on where other teams evaluate yeah. their talent the, and stuff. The concussions is a big thing. The, the, that's that's probably the biggest reason. Like I, honestly, Dolphins taking him at six. I think we missed out on somebody else because I think he should fall a little bit because of concussions. I do think he'll fall out of the top ten. I think he's a top ten talent, but those injuries are a serious issue. Uh, but yeah, I definitely get what you're saying. I, I just would be shocked. And we're actually going to talk about it because, like I said, I was going through it last night. And uh, Jalen Phillips is on this uh, on the FanDuel bet as well. And it's at 23.5. And that's that, to me, that's a slam dunk. That I, I feel like he's certainly yeah. going to go ahead of there. Uh, so that's an interesting one. I'll let you take it away again. Uh, my guy, J.C. Horn. Same bet, Top basically. 20. A top yeah. 20 bet on J.C. Horn. Listen, I think that it is going to take. So if three corners go, I'm covered there. I think he should be in the three corners. I know yeah. there's some talks about the the guy from Georgia going. There's yeah. there's one other. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Caleb Farley, Sertan, and uh, <laughs> and J C Horn. And, and Horn are like the top three. I've heard Ty. Uh, what is the corner's name out of Georgia? Let me look it up because I was like watching corners earlier. Uh, Tyson Campbell. Uh, yeah. Tyson Campbell is the other guy that I've definitely heard some hype about in the top twenty. Uh, you've heard a little bit of Greg Newsom. I, I just started watching him right before we did this podcast. I, I don't think it'll be. I, I just don't think so. Uh, but we'll see, man. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Three, three go in top twenty. He should be one top one of the top. And three. I, I'm arguing that he should go number one. Yeah, I, I think with his physicality, I think with how good he is in the slot versus mm-hmm. man. All of those factors, he is what you look for when you are a team that is decimated at the cornerback position. Yeah. You need a guy who can step up, really be your one. Mm-hmm. You don't need you don't need a zone corner primarily who's going to be your number one corner. That's not how it works. Yeah. You know? So I'm looking in last year's AJ Terrell range, which yeah. I think was a, a 13 16. to 16. Yeah, I think yeah, he right went 16. I, I think that is prime spot for JC Horn to go. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings at 14 does not bother me one bit. Yeah. You, you look at right right between 10 and you said 14 at the Vikings, three teams that I think could easily go yeah, you got you got the Cowboys, Giants, and Vikings. All three of those teams could go corner. Man, wouldn't, I can, wouldn't see, surprise I can me a bit. see the Giants. Too. Yeah, I can exactly. see them in the Giants stuff. Yeah, so so let's uh, move on. Last bet that we have right now, uh, another wide receiver, Terrace Marshall. I've been talking about this entire time going to the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself if he doesn't go to the Baltimore Ravens. It's just I've, I've had that mocked throughout the draft process pretty much since I watched him and did a video on him. I mentioned him go to the Ravens. I just can't see it going any other way. I think he's a first-rounder. This is another one. He could be T. Higgins. He, he could. He could because he actually kind of similar to T. Higgins in, in a lot of ways, not exactly 
exactly the same prospect, but similar. Uh, he could be like uh, he could be one of those guys that goes at the very top of, of the second round. Uh, I, I think that's his. I think that's his floor. I can't imagine him falling anything any farther than that. But I, I definitely get this bet as well. Put him in the first round. A little bit of a, a risky bet, I, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, this is why I would say it's risky. I was willing to give you top forty. Oh really? But, but you didn't. You didn't haggle back. <laughs> no, no, you didn't haggle hey, back. I'll give you top twenty-five on J.C. Horn if you give me top forty on Terrence Marshall. <laughs> Deal. 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 Move it. All right. We just changed it up right now. <laughs> I think that helps us both. And the thing is, I, I do like JC Horn and, and I don't have a problem with him top twenty five. I just I the cornerback position is weird. I could easily see one of those guys falling and if it's JC Horn, it's JC Horn. Like I could see it happening. Of course. Yeah. I, I get that. Terrace Marshall though, I think you're really gonna get me on that early day two pick because I, I don't know. I think when you compare a Terrace Marshall versus a Rondell Moore head to head to me it's not close. And I know you disagree with this, but to me it's not close. Electric is Rondell. When when you the, the vertical, the the speed, the elusiveness, the, the hands, the overall hand. I mean, uh, Terrace Marshall did a really good job this year on a lackluster LSU offense mm-hmm. as a whole. But let's be honest, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson took over the show until it was no longer their show yeah. to do. Yeah, Terrace Marshall is a good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he streams first round talent right away. Yeah, and, and yeah, Rondo Moore for me, it's it is the it's the injuries. I I agree. He's he's a he, he's an explosive dude. He really the is. five seven is the thing that bugs me the most. But yeah, the size and, and the explosiveness, you know. And then it's like you know, I, yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying with that. Um, yeah, well, that that's the that's the extent of our bets right now. That's the extent of our oh, bets right now. We're gonna have more. We're gonna have more. I, I'll throw another wide receiver out there. Rashad Bateman. I, I don't think is a top forty. See, I think Rashad Bateman would be a first-round pick before a Terrace Marshall. Really? But, but I cannot lump together a Rondell Moore and Rash- Rashad Bateman all top forty because there's a lot of wide. That's a lot of wideouts right there. I'll give you first. Uh, give, give me something because I, I think I think Rashad. I think because I actually have Rondell Moore okay. rated a lot so higher. It's just 30, the injuries for me that 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 kills me. What, Rashad 30, Bateman, I truly have as like a third-round guy. Sixteen is forty-eight. So give me forty-eight and down. I think he will be. An upper echelon second round pick. He's saying, so essentially top fifty. I'm not gonna split hairs on the last two. Ah, Rashad Bateman will go in the top fifty, and you know he will. Give me odds. Give me two to one odds. Nothing two. crazy. Two to one odds. You owe two. You owe two if it does. If he falls outside the top fifty. Okay. All right. All right, we just we're negotiating here. I love it. All right, let's let's get over to FanDuel. We kind of hit the Mac Jones thing at three pretty hard already. Uh, we'll leave that alone for overall picks. Uh, this is this is what I like. So let's we're gonna go positional, uh, like the first uh, player at each position first, and then I want to go player over unders, and then first round totals. And and I think it's gonna be kind of a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did this last year, which I thought was fun. Uh, first wide receiver taken, and I'm gonna go through the odds here just for a second. To me, it's clear cut. I, I don't think there's there's any argument here. But but Jamar Chase at minus nine fifty, he's a clear cut favorite. Just just like I said, uh, Devonte Smith at, at plus seven fifty. Look, I don't hate people for thinking Devonte Smith or Jalen Waddle. It could happen at, at, at plus at seven fifty and plus a thousand for Jalen Waddle. Certainly good odds. Rashad Bateman, we just talked about him. I think that'd be ridiculous and at six thousand. Yeah, he's. He's at four. Look, I disagree with it. I'm allowed to disagree with it. Uh, Kadarius Tony at ten thousand, and then after that, it just gets ridiculous. Like, there's no way any of those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's kind of that's where we're at. What do, what do you think? It's it's Jamar Chase. Yeah. Um, the only way that I can entertain the thought of it not being is just brings me back to last year's three headed monster of a Jerry, yeah. Judy, C.D. Lamb, and Henry Ruggs. You know, I, but J- Jamar Chase is so much ahead. Yeah. Of Devonte Smith and Jalen Waddle, and, J- and those two guys are amazing talents. Jamar Chase coming out last year. I think if Jamar Chase came out last year, 
with what we know now, he is that far ahead of all the other guys in that yeah. class last year as well. I, I, like, He's I completely got one, and then you have the others. I one thousand percent agree. I, I will say on a betting like <laughs> odds and things like that, you know, I don't hate anybody who says I'm gonna put I'm gonna put ten bucks on a plus seven fifty for Devontae Smith to somehow go ahead of him. It could happen. I, I do. I don't personally have them graded that close, but they've been talked about graded that close. There's heard, a world that it happens with I, the yeah. Dolphins. Yeah, and I've heard analysts exactly to get, to get with Tua. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I could see something like that happen. I again, I wouldn't like it if if we took. Devontae Smith over Jamar Chase, I would be incredibly upset. I, I like Jamar Chase that much. But, you know, you just trust your team and, and go from there. So I agree. Not a whole lot of conversation here. This is one I don't think we're going to disagree, but I know a lot of people will maybe in the comments because, uh, I mean, we we agree that Travis Edian is the, be- the, better, the best running back in this class. Yeah. Um, Najee Harris is the favorite to go one at minus 170. I just I don't think he goes one. I really don't. I think Najee Harris is a little bit of a scheme fit. I think he fits certain schemes, but like any team that wants to go outside zone or anything like that, it, that's not really what Najee Harris is built to do. He's he's can do it. I'm not saying he can't, uh, but I think you know you you would lean towards like a Travis Edian or you know other players uh, ahead of a Najee Harris. So Travis Edian at plus one fifty to me is the bet, and I actually I've already bet on that. I put I put ten bucks on that last night. Yeah, um, it's it's Etienne for me, um, but I'm not as hard on Najee as you are. I think Najee is an amazing talent. I do too. Uh, I do too. Not, I, I know. I know. You're not saying scheme dependent. No. You're saying if you if you were looking for the the Jets with their that's that's why I'm led to think it's going to be a team with that other second you know that other first the the Jags were the Jets for yeah. that matter. Yeah. If you're looking for that running back who can open up all the folds. Especially in the passing game, helping out a young quarterback who yeah. could really be the scat back—that's Travis Etienne. That's that's kind of what you're going for there. Yeah, I have no problem here putting a little bit of money on Javante Williams, though. Yeah, plus five hundred. Uh, listen, plus 500. we're, we're going terrible. back last year, and nobody is talking about uh, Clyde going. Yeah, nobody is talking about Clyde going. Yeah, a team could fall in love with Javante Williams. A team could fall in love with the fact that he doesn't have nowhere near as much tread on the tires mm-hmm. or worn off as Najee and Travis Etienne do. Yeah, because he split carries team. with Michael Carter. The and Michael time. Carter yeah. was the main dude for the most part at yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, he was. So Javante has come on late. He has come on strong, and he is peaking at the right time. There's a chance. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll go one step further. Kenneth Gainwell, to me, is a little bit like CEH, right? And, uh, you know, I, I've learned my lesson a little bit from CEH. I was wrong to have him number one. Uh, certainly guys ahead of him that he probably should have been fourth last year on my rankings. And, I, you know, but he did go number one, so I feel a little vindicated on that one. Uh, but Kenneth Gainwell, I feel like similar kind of way, the right team could fall in love with that style of running back. Uh, you know, smaller guy, scat back year type of guy, you know, ball of, ball of muscle uh, type of dude. Uh, and, you know, at plus 1,000, again, it, it just it's it's scheme dependent. Running backs are so weird because it's like it's not one size fits all. Every team and every scheme fits a little bit different, and, and that's that's what I mean with like I think Travis Edian. And I, look, I've heard people say the exact opposite of, the, of what I'm about to say, but I think Travis Edian fits the most scheme. Like I feel like more teams are going to see him as the favorite just because I think he'll fit more schemes than Najee Harris. He's and again, Swiss, he's more Swiss Army now. And again, look, if Najee Harris goes to like a, a team, you know, a fucking team like Atlanta. I mentioned Atlanta a bunch yeah. of times with Najee Harris, but if, if Najee Harris goes to Atlanta, yeah, he'll be the best running back in this running back class. I, I'll, sit the, I'll say that straight out. Like, I know it doesn't matter. I think, all, I think there's you know. a lot of times, I'm glad you mentioned that, that there's so many different players out there, Yeah. depending on where they go in the scheme and the, the amount of talent that is around them and the amount of the, the coaching that is willing to put life into them on the field, 
that, I mean, that's there's a reason that we see all these different things go. Like last year, there's a chance with Clyde. You would have to be a dummy to not admit that in that offense, Clyde, whether you like his skill set or not, yeah. could flourish in that offense. Yeah. I think that could be said about a lot of running backs. I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo is a great landing spot for any of these running backs. Whichever yeah. one is fortunate enough to land in that spot, if they do, that's just Makes how sense. it's going to yeah, exactly. Shit, man. I, hey, I stopped I stopped talking shit about Mac Jones the second the those rumors about exactly. him going to the 49ers went like, okay, I'm done I'm done shitting on Mac Jones because he'll be good with because the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> it's all scheme, man. Um all right. Uh offensive line, not really a fun oh, one. Penny hey, Sewell. Can you put a hundred dollars on Panay? I want to see what that odds pay out at. Uh, I'll, I'll drop a hundred on it, but I bet it's gonna be like six bucks. Sixteen. It's not worth it. It's, nope. it's not not a hundred and sixteen. Not to be surprised. Yeah, exactly. Rashawn Slater, maybe you believe in that. You could put, you know. You have an extra twenty bucks, twenty to one fifty four. I don't think that's worth it because no, to me, I wouldn't touch those lines. To, to me, I, I feel like this is the line that we should see with the wide receiver position, with Benesul being the clear cut number one, and then everybody else kind of behind him. And, and Jamar Chase is is far more of the clear cut number one yes. on the odds. Just clear, just speaking, you know, the odds on Fanduel here. I, I'm kind of surprised that that's not flipped a little bit. But hey, that that's all right. Uh, moving on, I, I don't I don't have a good feel for the safety class yet. I'm actually trying to go through get through the dbs right now so i'm not going to touch on that do you want to touch on uh, safety uh, at all javon holland is good but it's it's going to be trevon i mean that's the guy at a tcu he's, yeah. he's an electric guy it's safety really isn't that high though this year in this in this class it is a deep class yeah i was there gonna is, say no it's it is a yeah. deep safety class there is not a top 15 talent yeah. creeping up in there we're that mold i guess molden is talked about as a as a corner but molden i just watched him out of uh I, it doesn't matter but keep I, I, in mind with andre cisco he's one of, he, i really like yeah, him too. i think there's a i'm just going through the dbs every every safety that i see i'm like man wouldn't mind him in the mid rounds like safety to me is and i've mentioned this handful of times safety's turning into running back a little bit to a lesser degree but it's it's one of those same kind of positions where you know they the tread the tread on the tire goes pretty quick you don't really see a whole lot of like 31 year old safeties or anything it, it does fall off pretty quickly mm-hmm. same with corners a little bit and, and i mean you you can find a safety in the mid rounds so easily it's just it's one of those positions where it's like the positional value does not oh, we're just gonna keep going sorry about that i got a phone call denied um yeah but the positional value just doesn't really scream first round to me anymore i get that yeah um but uh, I, i'm shocked to see the cornerback rankings right there i want to touch on cornerback here because wow. i have one what in the world are they doing with caleb farley being at plus 1900 yeah. So Patrick Sertan is minus 300, the favorite, of course, as I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah. J.C. Horn, my guy, is a plus 195. So we're in the same realm right here. Yeah. And it falls Why off. Why is there such a drop for Caleb Farley right there? Uh, the the big thing is the injury. And before, because I, I put I 10 bucks on this. I understand that, but damn. 10, 10, I put 10 bucks on this last night, 10 to 1, 190. I'm good with that either way. Um, and I literally looked it up. He he had his he had a back surgery that uh, apparently teams could be worried about. But every report that I've seen, and granted, these can be these can be pushed by the agent and the and the and the player to kind of you know make themselves seem more viable. Um, but every report that I've seen online says that that he's good. He has a four-month recovery process. Uh, NFL uh, doctors aren't worried. Like that, that's everything that I've seen. Hey, you never know. Like that, that should that could drop him into the second round. We don't know. But to me, Caleb Farley is every bit the talent of the other two. I think they're all in the same. They're they're all in the same uh, tier for me. And I, you know, again, I haven't gone through the entire uh, class, and I have not ranked him yet. And I'm trying to get through that before uh, in the next couple of days. Caleb honest. Farley is not but, that far separated from these guys. No, at all. not at all. And I'm a Jason Horn. 
huge fan. Yeah, to Caleb me the Farley odds just right up in yeah. There. To me the odds just scream, hey, I, I we've seen enough guys that are like in that same tier end up getting drafted number one or number one in their position group that we're not expecting could easily be Caleb Farley. Yeah, I'll throw another one out there. I'll throw another one out. Tyson Campbell out of, out of uh, Georgia. It's a real damn good corner. He's at plus thirty one hundred. Again, I don't think that's going to happen, but we've seen weirder shit happen in the draft. I mean, this is yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, I mean, shit. We've seen weird shit like that happen uh, in this draft. To me, there, there's no like, like last year we had a corner go four overall. Everyone knew who was going to be the number one. I don't feel like that's the case here. We we've known about Patrick Sertan for a while, but he didn't like just blow the doors off of this past season and make everybody say, oh, he's number one for sure. No, there, there's a little bit of wiggle room. Talk there's about definitely Sertan? some. Or what I say? Uh, yeah, Patrick Sertan. Is Sertan, what I was Sertan kind of got burned a lot this year. Exactly. It's Sertan okay to say that. Took a hit, yeah. Because I was glad. I'm glad you agree because that's yeah. kind of what I what I noticed watching Alabama Horn film. Horn was the number one cornerback in the SEC last year, and I yeah. can statistically prove that to you. And what did he run like a four two something? Oh, I'm like, not even talking. I'm talking pure numbers. On yeah, the yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, the guy who got the most yards on him out of anyone in the SEC was Devontae Smith at 65. Devontae Smith won the Heisman. Uh, did you did you watch that video I sent to you? I, this is way off topic. We're going to we're going to talk about a, a different YouTuber. But Brett Coleman did a video on JC Horn talking about like all of the NFL wide receivers that he's faced ridiculously. Oh, it, it is insane. Ridiculously. He yeah. goes up against number 1 talent. He Constantly. officially ruined Seth Williams' draft stock. Yeah. He he put that man to rest, and I'm I'm a diehard Auburn fan. Yeah. Love Seth Williams to death, but if he wasn't able to show up against a top-tier cornerback who's going to be out there in the draft. Yeah. What are you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. All right, we'll move on. I again, guys, hey, go go check out the back end of this list on on FanDuel here for some names that like, hey, I think they could surprise us. I really do. Caleb Farrell and Tyson, Tyson Campbell really uh, speak out to me. And then here, uh first defensive lineman drafted to me, I think there's some real value here. Goody pays the favorite at minus 145. Uh Jalen Phillips at plus 230. To me, there's some value. Christian Barmore at, at plus 500. That's my favorite. That's, that's the defensive tackle out of Alabama. I'm not as high on this D tackle class in general. I, I I look at Christian Barmore as like a back half of the first, or like I, I think of a back end first, maybe second rounder guy. That's kind of where I see him. And I could be wrong on that. We'll see. Uh, just value wise, but he's certainly probably, he's the best D tackle in the class for sure. I think it's I think it's the potential. They yeah, can pop off right oh, there. It, a ton that's, of potential. That's what it is. But and we, he blew we are, up in big We are games. very spoiled yeah. going off of last year, though, having a Derek Brown and yeah. the other, the South Carolina boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, went to the 49ers. Of, wow, I can't remember him. Exactly. 14 overall to the 49ers, and I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we are very spoiled by having two of those elite guys. Yeah. Very high. Christian Barmore, though, I think could be one of those guys that a team falls in love with just because of the physicality and the overall what he could do if he hits. To me, to me, the odds are messed up because I just I don't see any way that he's valued in the same range as like a Jalen Phillips or Quiddy Pay. I just I just don't see that. I that. You know, because it's, it's purely positional ranking. Yeah, positional value first of all, and then it's like even if you don't Javon add King in Joan, good good save. Uh, even if you don't add in like the positional value, Christian Barmore is not as good of a prospect as Jalen Phillips and Quiddy Pay. And to me, at plus five hundred, that's not good enough odds for me to really touch that bet. Jalen Phillips at plus two thirty. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, that's another one I've already bet on. I, I, I'm I'm in on that. I, I really am. I do think he has a good chance of going being the first defense lineman taken. You got any? You go anywhere else? Quiddy is a good one. Quiddy pays a good one. Jason away. I mean, uh, uh, Jason away. At, I think he's at, drastically moving up boards. He should not be the first one taken. He shouldn't. But at plus nineteen hundred, again, hey, we've seen we out, should. out of all those late names. After it's not going to be Gregory Rousseau. No, I think he's going to take the fall. 
You think Jason Away will take the fall? No, Gregory Rousseau is going to take Gregory the fall. Gregory, t- okay. He's yeah. going to take the fall out of this defensive lineman class. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Could uh, be wrong. Team could take him early. Yeah, hey, it could happen. Uh, I, I think if you're going to take a guy on traits early, Gregory Rousseau and Jason Away are similar guys in the sense that, like, you're you're betting on their traits and hoping that, that yeah. everything else can come to. Uh, Jason Away would be the guy. Jason Away didn't have a sack last year, and that doesn't really matter, like, to me. I don't really look at the, the stats. But, I mean, you... you You'd like to see a little bit of production if you're going to bet on the the physical attributes. That, that's just my take. All right, uh, player over unders. These are the most fun for me. Um, Justin Fields at over under three and a half. Uh, this is a weird one because it's like the under at plus one at plus eighteen. That's basically saying he's going to go three, right? There's better odds just to bet on him going three than there is they to bet the under. There. Yeah, they do. They contradict themselves really hard. Because they're 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 basically saying we That's don't weird. think he's gonna go it's, three. It's better odds to bet on Justin Fields going three, but the under the, oh, gives you more money at three and a half. Yeah, and the over is at yeah minus yeah exactly at minus one forty four. So which it's much better. Like like they they're putting that as the favorite to go over, but he's the favorite to go three. He won't as a be quarter. long. I mean, we've seen the Mac Jones line shift. Exactly, it's, it's gonna change. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I, I, and I think that I think that line is changing just because everyone bet on Justin Fields. The average fan is gonna bet on Justin Fields over Mac Jones. And that's totally fair, but hey, we're we're trying we're trying to be a little bit smarter than the average fan, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. we're we're essentially the average fan, but <laughs> uh, we study a little bit more. All right, uh, Trey Lance. This is an interesting one. Over under six and a half. To me, to me, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over. I really do. And again, I've I've sat here and said I think there's only three quarterbacks that go in the in the top ten. But, hey, a team could trade up for the Dolphins. Dolphins already said, hey, we've traded twice in this draft. Really only once. They made one. They made two deals to go from three to mm-hmm. six, essentially. They got a first and a second round pick in the next two years uh, to go from three to six. They're willing to trade down again if, if the price is right. Um, so, you know, you could see you could see maybe a team trading up there, but that's really your only chance. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to cut because of the spider. <laughs> <laughs> There's a spider off screen. Do we have to cut or we? <laughs> no, we can run it, bro. He's let him listen. He likes it. What does he think? I don't uh, know. I, I think there's a chance. It's going to take the trade happening here, though. It, it's going to yeah. take a trade happening for Trey Lance to go right there. I would feel safer saying the under. Mm-hmm. I like Trey Lance a lot, though, as a quarterback. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. I, you better I quit fucking looking at that ball, bro. <laughs> I've accepted that there. He's over there. He's a spider. I'm not afraid of him. Yeah, he's a little spider. He's okay, not a big spider. Staring at him if he's creeping on me. It's good. Uh, that's a weird one. Ian Book draft position over under two nineteen point five. That's a two. That's a weird one for sure. I have seen some fans, and they got to be Notre Dame fans, I guess. They have said that he is the most slept on quarterback in this class. He's not. He's not the most slept on. I'm sorry. I, I'm just I, not, I'm going he's down definitely the line. not the most slept on. I think Ian Book has talent. Yeah. But he he does the same thing that a Trace McSorley did for me at Penn State. It was a very good college quarterback. He is a guy who is yeah. always welcomed on campus. He is a campus legend, a campus hero. But I don't know about an Ian Book in the NFL draft stock. I don't want to say anything negative about him. Yeah. Uh, but I agree. I, I don't. I don't think he's a draftable quarterback in my opinion. I just. It's okay. There's nothing elite there for me. Uh, you got to have something elite to to or at least, if nothing's elite, you got to at least feel like okay, this guy is going to be a great backup in the league for a long time. And I don't feel that way about him either. So we so talked yeah. about most I would take slept the, on. I would take the. Let's the go over. down to a Jamie Newman at one sixty five and a half. This the one I like because I, I mean we talked about when we did our quarterback rankings uh, we, I, we I mentioned Jamie Newman he was like the 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 seventh or sixth or whatever quarterback that I went and looked at uh, yeah seventh quarterback that I went and looked at and I just like I, I don't love him I get why he's not being talked about a lot but I do see some potential there I see some traits and like okay big arm check big body check 
um, used very weird in college. So it's like I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I think he shot himself in the foot with how he played his college career, man. It shot himself in the foot for for opting out and then and then declaring for the draft. Like he could have stayed no in Georgia and really helped out their season a lot because they were hurting at the quarterback position yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I get I don't I don't know the kid either, and maybe that's why we're not hearing a lot of buzz. Like nobody nobody likes him. Nobody wants him to be the quarterback. He'll probably go under. I think talent wise, he deserves to to get a shot in like that third or fourth round range. It's over under. 164 and a half and I don't know what dra- what round that puts him in just to be totally honest with you I can look it up if you want uh, but yeah that's what fourth round probably I would, uh, 32 times 3 is 96 yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's, it's definitely day round. three. It's definitely day three, it's but I was saying fourth pick. or fifth. Uh, but you got to add in co- uh, compensatory picks. I don't know. Uh, I would say fifth round. So I yeah, mean, yeah so I think I think you should go. That. I think you should go above that for sure. Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know. It's not something I would bet on, but it's an interesting bet. Definitely a fun one. Uh, we will. Oh, Najee Harris here. This is a this is a really good one. Uh, over under twenty eight and a half. I don't think a running back goes in the first round. We have a bet on that. We didn't mention that, but a running back in the first round. We need to put that in there. Um, I, I we you think a running back yes, goes in the first uh, round? I don't put a shot on that. Yeah. Now, uh, so there, there's two. I know y'all can't see the screen. I'll go over both of them. There's two bets here. If I were to tell you the better bet, it is to take the under on Najee at 28 and a half, mm-hmm. and it is to bet the over on a Travis Etienne at 35 and a half. Yeah. Because on the day two, I 100 guarantee you Travis Etienne is going to be gone by this point. You think the Jets take him at 30, 34? There's right? no way they don't. Yeah. I, I get that. I definitely there, get that. There's almost no way. And, then, and I, then the Dolphins at 35. That's what, going, yeah. going into those day two Does he picks, get past the Jets and the Dolphins? You literally are looking. Yeah. I, mean, I guess there's an argument for it because of where Dalvin Cook went. Dalvin went at like 48, 41 Yeah, but there was, off the, there was off the field issues there. There was. Uh, I think the better argument would be like where, where did uh, – where did the the Colts draft draft uh, Jonathan, Taylor. Jonathan Taylor and a D Swift exactly and a, a lot of a lot of the good those guys fell because it was a kind of a deeper running back class after these top two running backs I mean you can, it's kind of dealer's choice a little bit as far as like what you like and where these guys go I definitely think there's I'm some more saying, value if, but, I, if I had to put my money on yeah. a twenty I mean because we both agree Etienne is the better running back either yeah. way yeah. why not take the lower numbers with the thirty five and a half compared yeah. to a Najee and twenty eight now yeah and Grant we're we're uh, I think in the minority at this point on that we but are. but that's okay. This shows we're in the minority. Exactly. This is the this is another really good one. Uh, Devonte Smith, eleven and a half over under. So do, not only does he follow the top ten, does he follow the top eleven at, at twelve? That's where the Eagles draft. The Eagles are at twelve right now. So so I guess that's kind of their line of demarcation. Does does a team get ahead of the Eagles to draft a draft a uh, wide receiver? No. Yeah. I think it's deep enough. I think I think it is deep it enough is deep. knowing that you are you are content with getting. The Jalen Waddle. If you don't get the Devonte Smith, I, I agree with that. I, I certainly look. I think the the deepness of this class very similar to last year. Uh, uh, C.D. Lamb fell to what 18, 17, something like that, uh, and it was only because hey, teams could look at what they were going to get in the second round. Can you rank o- that for me real quick, huh? then? Devonte Smith, Jalen Waddle, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb. Top of your head. Devonte Smith, Jalen Waddle, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb. I, I go Jerry. Oh, that's that's so tough yeah, and it's so I'm different to think because th- their their values were so good towards each other, but that kind of hurt the stock in a way. Because I'd, I would take Jerry over Devonte based on size. I think I like Jerry's overall physique a little bit more, and I think they're similar route running and athleticism. Okay. I think they're they're kind of in that same tier at least. Um, I, I would take. I really fucking. I, I would definitely take Waddle over over Hunter Henry. I would. I definitely what? would. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Uh, Ceedee Lamb. 
Oh, I thought we were talking about the Alabama wide receivers. Did you not throw in? No, I was. Did I was you not? Throw, I didn't throw rugs out there. You didn't throw. Why did I say Hunter? I didn't want to talk rugs. about Henry Rugs. Uh, Henry Rugs, yeah, Henry Rugs. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Henry Rugs and I, you're saying Ceedee Lamb. I had Ceedee Lamb ahead of Jerry Judy, so I guess for the guys that fell. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna say I'll say Ceedee Lamb, and then I'll, I'll say Jerry Judy, and then I guess I still have Devontae so, Smith so ahead both, of Waddle. Both from but, last year are better than Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't. That's t- that's a really tough that's question. What, I need time to think, to think about which, that. Yeah, I don't which, know which one's going to fall. Yeah. Uh, at, at the eleven and a half spot on Devontae Smith, I would feel comfortable taking the the under mm-hmm. if I had to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm now the Jamar Chase at five and a half. Mm-hmm. I one hundred percent promise you, I will be putting money on this. Uh, on the over or the under? On the under. You think you go? Oh, five. I'm sorry. Over. Over. Uh, so you think you go six? Yeah. The Bengals. It's all new, about the Bengals. They it's got all some, about the they Bengals. They got some new uniforms yesterday. They yeah. look clean, by the way. Yeah. Joe Burrow sitting on the throne in the white stripes, and on his knee is a fat ACL scar tissue. You can yeah. see it. <laughs> That's all you need to know why they're taking Panay Sewell. Yeah, I, I That's agree. That's it. I'm sorry. They're not taking a wide receiver there whenever they have enough talent at that position to be okay versus your franchise quarterback future having another scar on his knee whenever he's doing new uniform photos. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I definitely it's get that. Jamar. I, I look. I completely agree. First of all, I do. The, the, I think it's at that five and a half because first of all, we know no matter what happens, unless maybe Atlanta trades out for a team go trading out for a wide receiver. I just can't imagine that would happen. Atlanta's not taking a wide receiver. It's all about the Bengals. With the Bengals are, are between a a Sewell or a Jamar Chase. I I, I do, do agree that it should be Jamar Sewell. The two? No, I, I just I don't. I think that gets overblown in the media. I don't think that's a real thing that teams really okay. think about. I, at least it shouldn't be. Uh, you you don't draft because they were in college together. I just don't think you do that. Um, I, I, maybe that is a thing because, I mean, he was fucking awesome with, with Joe Burrow throwing yeah. the football. But, I, I mean... They just went out and claimed Thaddeus Moss. He would be fucking... Yeah, but again, I, I I don't know if that was a direct connection. And that's more likely to happen at the back end. You, you, you draft it, you know you what get, I mean? You give a guy another shot because there's a chance. You don't make, you don't a, do the you don't make a chance... Yeah, you don't make a decision of the fifth pick in the draft based on, oh, who did my quarterback play with in college? Like, yeah. I, I just can't imagine... I, I agree. It should be a, a tackle. It absolutely should be... I wouldn't bet on it though. I really wouldn't. Just because I, I wouldn't. I'm I am comfortable enough to put a hundred. Wow. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put a hundred that that Jamar Chase doesn't go five. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I. It, it's just seeing Burrow sit on that throne and the scar I get it. is oh, like this. Listen, big. I, and the thing is, I agree with you. I, I would 100 percent agree with you. I, if you made me bet on it, I would. I, I just I don't feel comfortable enough betting on it, and I like other bets a little bit more than that one. Uh, I think it's an interesting one. I think it's a really really good line. Actually, I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because if it you was... You put it at six and a half, it doesn't get touched. You're it, right. If it's it at six and a half, I, I would go under, honestly. If it was six and a half, I would yeah, go under. because of the Dolphins. The Dolphins, I just don't think he gets the, past the, the Dolphins and the Bengals. Where I, can, I, I can entertain the fact that, yes, there is a chance that they're going to take him. So I feel so strongly about that. That's why I'm willing to bet on it. Yeah. Because you have to protect your guy. They have to know that. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with Listen, that. Listen, Joe Burrow trained with um, Jordan Palmer mm-hmm. going up to the draft and... Palmer. Jordan Palmer was immensely talking to Burrow about, hey, the Bengals are like not Carson, the place to go. Carson used to tell me all the time that they never protected him. Yeah. They never took care of him. They yeah. never really got him the weapons until it was too late towards the end, and they just blamed Carson for Carson problems instead yeah. of Bengals for Bengals problems. Burrow has to acknowledge that. Burrow has to understand that after this injury happened, mm-hmm. there's a there's a chance that Burrow doesn't come back and is the same. Yeah. ACL injuries are a lot more common now, and there's there is... 
going back ten years ago, yeah, fifteen it, years ago, it used to ruin your career. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not saying more common, but more easier to get back from. Yes, right? yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, no, I Ted, I, I uh, totally sports, get that. Sports science and medicine is advanced to exactly. the point now where an ACL it's, is. It's not an issue. You you yes. don't worry about it because you're right. Ten years ago, if a team had a, or if a player had an ACL injury in college, they fell a round or two because of that. You just like, oh, I don't know if he's going to be the same guy. Now it's really not even a question. Like you, oh, he'll be the same guy. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I get that. I totally think that's a fair argument. Uh, we'll we'll move on. I'm good to move on if you yeah, are. That's, that's fine. Um. I, we're going to skip a Jalen Waddle because I think it's the same conversation with Devonte Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar odds by the way, and it's the exact same line at eleven and a half. If you're interested in that, Kyle Pitts at uh. You, what are you, what are you doing with your pecs there? I was just <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I caught that out of the corner of my eye. Um, you got Kyle Pitts at, at five and a half over under. I, I take the over. I really do. I would have to take the over. I got. I, I feel more. I feel far more confident about this How than I do. How is the over plus? Yeah, I don't look. I think that's. I think that's uh, again. You put money on that. I didn't, but I should have. I feel hypocritical as hell because I said <laughs> that Kyle Pitts would be the first non-quarterback position taken, and he should be because of what he can do out on the field. He should be. Yeah. But positional value-wise, I don't I, think the Falcons should be led to take a Kyle Pitts necessarily versus anything else. They as have so many down. needs, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know what who'd they get at tight, uh, Hayden Hurst, right? Hayden Hurst. I think yeah. Hayden Hurst is a serviceable guy in that role. Kyle Pitts would for sure be an upgrade, but with all the other tools and weapons you have on that team, yeah. At number four. I agree. It's a luxury pick, right? Uh, yeah, I, I thought the I thought the draft started at six for for Kyle Pitts. I did not think that the people were thinking he was realistically going to go four. Uh, Th- this is entertaining the Bengals. Yeah, this is entertaining the Bengals and and the Fal- yeah. I don't I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Okay, put uh, put fifty bucks on the over. All right, let's just see what it would be at plus one twenty three. Right. 64. Damn, good shit. Yeah. <laughs> good call. Yeah. Yeah, that's a deal. I'm doing that. Yeah, that's a deal. I'm, um, I'm 100% doing that, guys. I'm yeah. telling you. I, I will not lead you astray and tell you I will put money somewhere that I will not put my own. I promise you, I am putting money that Kyle Pitts goes over five and a half. Yeah, to me, that's just too that, that's too easy. And the only way you lose there, really, the only, to me, the only way you lose is if, if Dallas is willing to trade from 10 to 4. But 10 to 4 costs multiple first-round picks. Yes. Or at least it did for essentially the same Especially thing. Especially considering there's going to be a quarterback on the board. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to go from 12 to 3 cost you cost you three first-round picks, essentially. You did the 12 spot and then the next two years' first-round picks and a second. That's what it cost you. So so to go from 10 to 4, that's three less spots, what, how much is that going to cost you? At least in the first next year and a second, maybe. I, I think I having mean, the fact that Kyle Pitts is a tight end, while he is labeled an offensive weapon in all of our minds, yeah. he is nonetheless still a tight end technically on there. Yeah. I, I'm not worried about the Bengals at all. Like, we just went over the Bengals debate. We didn't mention Kyle Pitts once. Yeah. It's Panay or Jamar. Completely agree. That's where that's happening. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a good one. And I, like I said, I went through this last night. I guess I missed that one because that's a crazy one to me. This one I like too. Kadarius Tony, another wide receiver. I do think goes first round. Uh, twenty nine and a half. I wasn't gonna bet because I really want him at thirty one to the uh, Chiefs. I know that's been mocked a lot. If this was thirty one and a half. I would have I would have bet on it because I would have think that I think the Chiefs is the farthest that, farthest that doesn't fall. even give the Packers to you either. Exactly, and yeah. 30. The Packers is another one too. You're right, you're absolutely right. Now again, in that range, teams trade up for the guys they want from from right. the back into the first to the to the twenties or so. You can trade up, and it doesn't really cost you that much to get go get the guy you want. So like you'll, you'll swap your first exactly. The, the positioning isn't as big of a deal, I don't think. 
but yeah, that's certainly an interesting one. At, at over, it's plus or it's minus one ten. At, at under, it's minus one ten. So it's the same bet either way. If you I, had to pick, if I had to pick, I'll go under. I do think he goes first, and and again, if I think he goes first, then am I really going to worry about that? Those last two picks I think, in the first. I think he goes I mean, first as well, and I'm not going to worry about those. Yeah, exactly. So so that's that's fair. This is one. I mean, I've already bet on it. Essentially, I bet so you got us. Rashad, that you've been saying Rashad Bateman, uh, twenty six and a half over under. I don't think he goes first round. I really don't. I, I think there's just again, like Kadarius Tony is far more physically gifted than Rashad Bateman from an athletic standpoint, in my opinion. And I like disagree with me in the comments. That's fine. I, I'll I'll take the heat. But that's just my that's my stance there. The fact that Kadarius Tony is going lower than uh, Rashad Bateman, not by much, but a little bit. I just think that's wrong. Twenty six and a half. I, I think he's lucky to go in the first round. I don't think he goes in the first. And, and again, I'm in the minority there. I get that. I'm not telling people to bet on that. I'm saying I'm probably going to bet on that. But uh, Baltimore. Uh, again, Baltimore. Oh, that is the Baltimore Balti- pick. I think they're at 27. They're 27. You're absolutely right. That is the Baltimore's at 27. Either way, again, at this range, you can kind of get caught up in semantics, but in the late 20s, teams straight up, teams move around. I'm not worried as much about the exact positioning right now. I get that. Yeah. I think he is a first-round caliber wide receiver. Yeah. But there are also a lot of names out there. Kadarius Tony, I would rather have Kadarius Tony than Rashad Bateman. The upside. Yeah. To me, the upside. Yeah, absolutely. Rashad Bateman is going to be a really good big slot receiver in the NFL. Is a big slot really what you draft in the first round? I, I don't know. Some, I just maybe think, one I think team he, will. I think he plugs well into a Baltimore system for what Lamar is looking for. Yeah, you, yeah. Look, I get that. I do get that. That's a good point. Same for a Terrace Marshall right there. That's yeah. that's where I think those guys have the potential to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, okay. I, I, I definitely see that. Uh, offensive linemen, I don't really want to touch any of these. Uh, again, no. Panay Sewell at five and a half. I'll take the under. I have one thing. Why is no one even mocking Panay to the Falcons? at all yeah i don't get that either i think for, he, for he as could much easily as go invested for. in their offensive line picks as they have in a, the past few years i mean they, they doubled up the year that we yeah. were in nashville taking two in the first round you know that was pretty wild yeah and i think that i think it was colton miller and there was there was one more that, uh Lin, i can't remember I off the top of my head remember, they, they, they took two of them and they both got hurt it was it was pretty bad you know? yes so okay i really, really haven't yeah. seen those picks come to fruition yet yeah, they're not. A, they don't have a great offensive line. I, I don't get why. He, I, I if I did a mock right now, he they, they'd be taking the lineman at four. Um, so yeah, I definitely see that. And the other thing, let me ask you this: they take the lineman at four. What do the Bengals do at five? Are you between Pitts and uh, so that that's that, where your bet gets That might be where it could swap it up. That's a where it could bit. be Is Pitts it? over. To me, again, positional value. I'll take J, Jamar Chase over Kyle Pitts. I will, but that's just my take. But for the Bengals, I get that a lot of people disagree. The Bengals with that too. have CJ Uzuma coming off of an ACL injury last year at uh, tight end. That's who's coming back, and that's not really that extreme of a weapon. Yeah. Versus where you could put a Kyle Pitts. Yeah. You, look, you're not wrong. Look, you, you don't have to do a lot to sell me on Pitts to the Bengals. You really don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. But uh, yeah, that's an Elijah one. Vera Tucker, real quick. I'll do under. I think he's going to the Vikings. 16 and a half. Yeah, under. I, I think he goes in the top. Uh, top I don't of, want him. Yeah, I get that too. He's he's a plug and play tackle. We'll see it. what happens, right? I just Rashad Slater. I I don't think he goes. I, I think only one lineman goes top ten. I really do. Wow. Uh, yeah, and again, I could be wrong on this. It, to me, it makes a whole lot of sense if either the Panthers or the uh, or the Lions took a lineman, and it could easily easily happen. That's kind of what I you're betting the Lions on. Lions taking a Rashad Slater. Yeah, that's just what you're betting on. Nasty. I, I don't know. It just seems like a bite the kneecap kind of move. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just see that. I get that. Away. I definitely get that. I definitely get that. All right. We're going to go to defense here. A couple ones. Micah Parsons at 12 and a half. I'm surprised that's so high. I think he, I think he's a top 10 guy. I think the lions at, at seven make a whole lot of sense for Micah Parsons. That's a seven and a half. Uh, it's plus plus one fourteen If you take the under there, 
I think the Broncos make sense. Broncos make sense. Yeah, the Bron. Look, what did what did the uh, what did their head coach do when he was with the uh, with the Bears? They they took Roquan Smith that year. Yes, right. So and he, he's not the same, but it's it's similar. Michael Parsons is electric though. Exactly. And, and yeah. Then you have you have Vip Miller and Chubb who come off of the edge. You really don't have that stand up guy that you're looking for that can ma- that can command your offense. I've also hinted at the Carolina Panthers doing that as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, Patrick Sertan, ten and a half. I, I'll take. That's I, I Dallas. Would, That's the Dallas or Denver pick. Exactly. I would take the over, though. I would. Uh, I would take the over. Now, I do think he can go ten to Dallas. Probably wouldn't bet on this if I had to, but that's an interesting one. I don't want to touch it. Uh, I know his dad has come out in strong favor of him going to the Cowboys and stuff, yeah. just because of you know the whole franchise as a whole. If I had to, I would take. I would take over. Yeah. Just because you you can't. If you're look, if you're willing to look at a bet right there, and you're putting it one specific guy, do you know how hard it is to really nail one specific guy after you get past pick three? Yeah, it's really hard to do that. Yeah. You'll go back and look at all these professional mocks, man. None of them, yeah, none of them accurate. I mean, exactly. nothing. That's just how. It yeah, goes. I absolutely. Agree. We already talked about J.C. Horn. His over unders at thirteen mm-hmm. and a half. Asked to make you feel good. Um, well, Vikings are at fourteen. You want? Yeah, but I'm saying on our yeah. our shot bet that makes you feel good. Uh, Quiddy Pay, I think, is an interesting one at sixteen and a half. I don't know. I don't know where he goes. Taking I, the under. Yeah, I, I would probably lean under, but I don't know. I, I, I could easily see him going to the Dolphins at 18. I could easy, easily see him going to... That'd uh, be a good pick at 18 for y'all. Yeah, I could easily see the Raiders uh, taking him at, at, what, 17, I think? Um, you know, so I, I don't know. I, I could it just... To me, he's one of those guys. I think he could fall. It wouldn't surprise. I, I have him ranked as a as a, you know twenty and back. Like I, I think he starts at twenty for me in my rankings. And Ooh, look so, at Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins is an interesting one at twenty five and a half. I, I don't know again on this one. That's another linebacker. Where it's like uh, that's just a weird. That's a weird t- a see part of the draft. Why is Joker not up there? It's just not one of the guys they had talking about. Yeah, I guess about. they didn't want to put no odds. Yeah. on Yeah. So I, I think it would go. It's gonna go Parsons, Joker, and then Zayvon. You think so? Yeah. I mean, so but where where is that for Zayvon? Because I, I don't know. I really don't have a good feel for that. Screams New Orleans Saints pick for me. Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. Um, I, I don't know the order off the top of my head. But no, actually, actually uh, 25, 25 and South should be the Saints. Yeah, let me look it up. I'll let you talk about him for a second because we haven't talked about him a lot on this pod. No, um, I, I think when you look at the linebackers as a whole, it, it's Parsons and Joker. Joker's moved up a lot in my eyes from where I thought Parsons was untouchable. Mm-hmm. Joker and how physical and strong and fast he is yeah. can really take care of some business. The Saints are not included in that. I did not realize they made it as far as what they did. Yeah, the Saints. Oh, wow. Saints are 28. So, yeah, you're right. So, 25, that's Jacksonville. Jacksonville could be the team. I mean, I guess they, they definitely can go defense, I feel like, after I, they gap. I would take the over after seeing the way the board looks after that. Yeah. No, I, I, I do agree with that. Um, Zayvon Collins is the is the uh, the name that has been rising up a lot though to a lot of people yeah. later on in the draft. Yeah, yeah. Zayvon Collins, I could easily be a first rounder. Definitely, definitely a guy we might be talking about day one. I just don't know where. That's not a bet I would make. That's a that's a risky bet in my opinion. As far as like exactly, you know, back in that it, first, it's the, it's the name I don't have that a good feel get for him. To the first a lot, yeah. so why would you tag him at a north of twenty five? Exactly. Uh, last guy, I, well, we already mentioned Jalen Phillips. We already talk, touched on him at twenty two and a half. Makes me feel good. I, I mean, well, it doesn't make me Should. feel great, but I. I I would take the under there just because I, I do believe he goes top 20. I just, I really don't see how he falls outside of, like, the Dolphins pass on an 18, I'll be mad. I, I really will be. Uh, then Caleb Farley, we talked about a little bit, the, his over-under is 22 and a half. That's it on the over-unders for, for what FanDuel has. Last thing we're going to uh, touch on before we get out of here, first-round totals. 
And this is going to be a little bit of, we're going to have to think about it. We're going to have to talk about it a little, because we wanted to be a little bit off the cuff on this episode, talk about, just, uh, you know, think it out a little bit between the two of us and not have any, like, uh, per, you know, uh, prepared answers. So we're going to go through this. We're going to have to count it out a little bit. So so bear with us here yeah. and do it at home with us. Let me know, let, let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, total offensive players drafted in the first round at 18 and a half. Over. Over. Okay, so so offensive linemen, receivers, quarterback. So how many how many how many offensive linemen go? Six. That's a good number. So six, and how many quarterbacks go? Five. Now we're at eleven. How many how many wide receivers go? Give me five. Now we're at sixteen. How many uh, tight end? Kyle Pitts. Tight end. Kyle Pitts. Seventeen. Who who else am I missing? One more pick. Yeah. Who else are we missing? I mean, that's that's all we have. Offensive positions covered. Yeah. Well, you could throw in a running back there. Throwing a running back at eighteen, so that 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 screams under. Actually, that screams under. If it we does, we got to seventeen, under because I was being I was being kind of generous. You on were of them too, because because it could easily be four wide wide receivers. It could be easily be five uh, linemen. It could easily be four quarterbacks. Exactly. We don't know that. I mean, so there's always a time. I'm gonna take fall. the under after just going through it. I'm yeah, gonna take the under. I, I was initially thinking over just because of how top heavy a lot of these positions are, but yeah. when you start doing the numbers, man. It's hard to say eight offensive linemen go right. Yeah, it'd be it'd be surprising. It would be. Now it could happen, but I mean, I don't know. That's a tough Flip one. Flip it to defense because that, that means defense would have to be the over. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're saying total defensive players taken thirteen and a half. They're they're contradicting themselves again here. Uh, I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna take the value on the over. It's it's that's the favored money at minus one twenty eight. To me, I mean, there's definitely gonna be fourteen or more defensive players. Light them up. Three corners. Three corners for sure. One safety. One say. You think it's safe? Yeah, I'll, I'll give I, you one I th- safety. I think the TC safety is going yeah one safety going. i'll give you that um, uh give me uh we got we got the linemen right so quitty uh jalen phillips joker three there that I, I would be shocked if they don't go jason away jason away uh we had did you, you said three corners we're gonna I have to reach if we're getting to three three linebackers three linebackers parsons yeah parsons uh xavian and joker at linebacker oh you're but, a joker. Uh, so that's now we're at 10 um who are we missing oh christian missing? christian barmore barmore at 11 uh, who who else is a slam dunk? I'm just trying to go through it in, in the top of my like off the top of my head. That's kind of where you get to. But to me, I feel like there's enough guys that you we can talk about Rousseau. day two. I don't know if we. It, it, but Ru- there's Rousseau. There's another corner. There there's so many other positions that back we, half yeah, of the first one. that I feel like are more likely to go. I feel like I mean. It's a tough one. It really is. I mean, I get it. But, like, you just go to, like, the top of the first round, right? Uh, you could easily see, you know, if it's the Bucks, they're, they're going to probably go either. I mean, you never know what the Bucks are going to do. You never know what the Chiefs are going to do. I don't know. That's that's a tough way to think about it. I, I don't know. I, I think we got to 11, and I feel like there's more guys in that second round range that we can talk about that are defensive players than there are offensive players. And I thought when we were it, when being. It gets towards the end, other than offensive linemen, yes. I think I think we're going to see the Chiefs maybe take some guy who we wouldn't expect to go at offensive yeah. line just because that's the need they. And, the and need if we got to a hard seventeen at at offensive uh, offensive positions, and I thought we were being generous a little bit, you were. And granted, all of those could happen. It could easily get Five more than that. Doesn't happen. But a lot. Seven, seventeen minus thirty-two that means fifteen. That means the other half has to be fifteen defense linemen. That's they're giving us a two two player gap as far as how we're guessing it for that thirteen and a half. So so I, I would take the over there. It's tough to count it out. 
out, you know, especially off the top of your head. But yeah, I definitely would take the over there. Uh, quarterbacks, I, I do not see six quarterbacks going. It's a, it's they're over under the, five and a half. Given the crazy odds, it's plus four forty for six to go. Yeah, so you you can't touch that. On it, ooh, plus four forty to six to go. What if a Kellen Mond snuck into the in, into the first round? Or Trask, or Trask, or Jamie, like you know, any one of those those you know back you know next tier of quarterbacks. Any one of those guys could sneak in. Would you? I just I see I see five being wrapped up. I see if the five are wrapped hey, up, I don't see. I can team. see four quarterbacks going. So so I'm I'm stretching to say six. But if you put twenty dollars on it, you win eighty eight. For a for a Kellen Mond to sneak in, for a Kyle Trask to sneak in, which we've heard no buzz about, so I doubt I, that happens. I, I want to put my name on it too because I mentioned to you in brief passing. I think that yeah, if there was a Kellen Mond, uh, like uh, a spot that I really love, it's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a great one. Also, I mean, the Bucks have to be thinking life out after Brady. Yeah, they got what two more years of Brady. You're thinking, but I mean, why not get the guy that Brady might be able to mentor? If if they sat there at 32 and and just theoretically, what if they had a big grade on a Kellen Mond? What if they had a big grade on a Jamie Newman? Like I'm 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 speaking just you know that next tier of guys. Who knows what they are? Um, you know, if they had a big grade on one of those guys and he, they were there. And they feel comfortable with their roster overall. You know, you feel like they're, you're making a run. You're not really worried about this first round pick right now. You could you could draft a quarterback that still counts as a first saying. round. You know, I, I'm just I'm I'm speaking out loud for twenty bucks to to quadruple your money. Twenty bucks to win eighty eight. You know, say say you, if you you're a big baller, you have fifty bucks to spend. You can win two twenty. Yeah, that's you'll to be, me you'll that's value. Be, no, you'll be shitting bricks on draft night. Because you're going to need some. I wouldn't do it. Not everybody would be shitting bricks, especially when Mac Jones doesn't go three, and you're like, "Oh my god, (laughs) what do I do?" But if Mac Jones, yeah, you're right, because Mac Jones, because I think Mac Jones would take up whatever spot the Patriots and the Bears would take one. There's no guarantee that they do it. The Patriots, especially. The thing is, if you're betting on this, you're you're assuming the top five go. They have to. So you're shitting bricks in the back half, like from 20 to 32, hoping, like assuming those guys go, you're not even worried about it. If they're gone, I can see where you'd have a moment of relief because there's, there's a world where they're gone by 15. There's a world. Yeah, I don't expect it to happen, though. Um, yeah, okay, that's that just a fun conversation. We can move on because we, we can go in circles for that all day. Uh, total running backs drafted in round one. We've we've hit on we this both, already. Both, we both think dis- it's we under. disagree. Yeah, the under is at, is at plus no, 172. Oh, you do think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We I disagree. I, hey, if you agree with me for whatever reason, if you're dumb like I am, you could bet 20 bucks at plus 172, 134, you know, something like that. Um, the favorite is for one to go. I just don't see one going. I really don't. I think one goes. It could happen, though. Uh, total wide receivers. We mentioned it. The line is at four and a half. It's not going to be under. The favorite is for, or the favorite is definitely over. Um, you know, I just can't imagine. It's not under. It's not under. It's no. not. I think five. I think five go. I mean, there, there's too many be. at a positional need. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I totally agree. Especially once you get from, I, I think what the the top three go probably before the top twenty. Man, right? Saint, Saints, Ravens, Packers, yeah, Chiefs, and then the fact that any other team could just—I I genuinely think that is a position then, need for all of. And them. then the Colts could could surprise you and take a wide receiver. That's you know? not even talking about the the, the, the Jags the early could surprise you. Yeah, exactly. We're just talking about from twenty to thirty-two. The, the amount of teams that could take a wide receiver in that range. Look That's what almost last year. over four and a half right there. Exactly. Exactly. And then and then we're assuming three go before twenty hits, right? Yeah. So I, you got to feel good about that bet on the over. Again, not good good odds, but it's just fun to talk about. Uh, this one's a dumb one. I don't want to spend a lot of time yeah. on this. Uh, tight ends over under one and a half. I think it's only one. You're Pat. Uh, you're a baby Gronk guy, so Pat. I can never say his last name. Friar Moo. Friar Maybe he sneaks in the first round. I don't know. I was oh getting you agitated. God, if he does, <laughs> you are going to get the most shit. You know, I was just fucking with you, right? Nope. It's too you late. You know, it's just it's too late. You signed. 
fight it against Baby G. I, got I fight his battles for him. <laughs> I got him so He's riled up last five, year. Last I fight his battles for him, though. God. I love it. I love it. Uh, total offensive lineman. The line is at six and a half. We said six. Maybe seven do go. Maybe eight go. I don't fucking know. It could be It could be in those later picks, I man. I have no I've no. You know reference. what they say to do? If you don't know who to pick, take a lineman. Take a fucking lineman. Take a lineman. You don't feel good about it? Take a lineman. Take a lineman. You're never going to go wrong. Shit. Well, you could go wrong, but, you know. Hey, and it's Isaiah a deep, Wilson. It's a deep lineman class. It really is. It's a deep lineman class. You're never going to get a bad grade from anyone to take a shot on a lineman and help your offensive line. It's such an important position regardless of we don't talk about it a lot because because I, like, I'll be honest, I, I don't grade offensive linemen because I don't know how to. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to get better at that. But like at this point, I don't know what to look for. So, so you know, it's just a, it's a tough position to grade, and everyone needs it. Uh, cornerbacks going in the first. Whoa, cornerbacks are at five and a half. Again, I think this so line maybe, is fucked up a little did, bit. Did we, uh, did we miscalculate? Do we miss no, it? because the under is at a minus two sixty there. That that is yeah. you know. But I mean the the names that I've seen connected the first round that I, I that you know could or couldn't. Uh Jamie Newman. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go back to the positions here just so I can grab Why you said Jamie Newman. Jamie New or not Jamie Newman, Greg Newman. Greg Newsom. Sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. So Patrick Sutan, JC Horn, Farley, Newsom, and then Tyson Campbell. And then there is late round buzz for Asante Samuel. Asante Samuel could could fall in there. Um, you know, Aaron Robinson, uh, Fonte Melifanu, maybe. I, I don't think so, but maybe. Eric Stokes, I just would be shocked. Eric Stokes is the other Georgia corner, and I, I don't think he's that good, I'll be honest. Um, so, yeah, I'd be surprised if he went, but maybe he does. Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Five and a half is a lot. I would go under. I would. I mean, if, if, if you're listening to us and you are thinking you're adding it up in your head and you think that it's the over on a few of these, go back to the, revert back to that 13 and a half. And if you, if you feel it's an over at six cornerbacks, mm-hmm. we, could, we only gave it three. We gave it three. Yeah, that makes you feel much better about that, that 13 that's, and that's a half That's your line. missing pieces right there. Yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right. And maybe we should have given it four. Maybe we're missing one there. But, yeah, I absolutely agree. Total safeties. I don't think a safety goes in the first. Safety you, goes. You said, you said one safety goes. And, honestly, one safety probably should go. I'm going to change it. I do think one safety goes. You're right. It just it, it seems like Safe, it always happens. Safety will go. It's just going to happen. Yeah. You never know where. Be one. You could see, like, man, I don't know. Yeah, I could I could name a lot of teams that maybe would take a shot on their safety late. Again, that's the same kind and of conversation. Back half of the first. Defense, you know. Yeah. It'll go. Yeah, back half of the first. All right, hey, that's that's all we got. We hit right in an hour. We are done. All right, guys, uh, please, if you're watching this long, you got you to gotta have the 29th circled in your calendar. Uh, we are going to be here on a live stream. We are ready to go, and we are super, super pumped. We are not doing a pod next week, by the way, because our pods usually come out Wednesday or, Wednesday or Thursday, so our live stream is the pod, all right? So check that out. We are so excited to talk uh, draft for three fucking hours. I'm, I'm pumped. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be drinking. Hopefully, you'll be drinking along with us at home. Uh, thanks so much for watching, guys. Peace. Seven.